Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Rick and Morty, which we'll be getting into today. I'm Dylan Heisen, and welcome to our panel discussion for uh, this eighth episode of Rick and Morty Season 3, Morty's Mind Blowers. Every week here on the Overly Animated Podcast, we have our recap and our panel discussion. So subscribe to us uh, to make sure you don't miss any Rick and Morty content. OverlyAnimated.com for everything. Um, But yeah, this is our panel. We have uh, contestants and they'll be facing off to answer questions about uh, the latest episode of Rick and Morty. And uh, arbitrary points will be designed to determine a winner. Um, Today, it's a special uh, heads up match. uh, Grudge match. Head to head. match. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Right. We're going to get out coming, the ladders yeah. and the chairs. This is how you smack down. Oh, wow. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess we haven't done anything like wrestling in uh, in Rick and Morty. I feel like, I feel like we should, that would have been theme. But, yeah, uh, heads up here between. It's very uh, on brand. It's very on brand for them to have wrestling, but they have not done it. Yeah, I, th- I feel like that would make sense. Between Alex Bonilla. Hi, Alex. Hello, everybody. What was that greeting? I don't know. <laughs> I thought there was an it's, it's my fake wrestling oh, okay. thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> You're playing to the crowd. Okay. And Britt Griffin. Hi. Okay. Okay. There's there's our two our two contestants. Alex and Britt will be facing off, answering seven questions. Since it's just the two of you, I'm just going to assign a winner to each question. Um, so we don't have to do the five point scale. It's just whoever wins the question gets a point, and then whoever hits four points at least wins the. Uh, the AKA penalty. Dylan is using this as an excuse to not have to do math. Yeah, no, I the math. The, yeah, the math is a hang up right. on the floor. Yeah, now, now we're using boxing rules where you're grading rounds. Yeah, I am. Yeah, seven rounds. I'm grading each round. Um, I don't know if there's a knockout. I guess uh, if one of you has such a good answer, we could just stop the podcast and it's done. Um, um, based on history, it's more who has a, a terrible answer. Will <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Maybe maybe I'll stop it for a terrible answer. Anyway, let's when you e- answer border for something again, and you're yeah, just yeah. It, I just win. Yeah, first Morty answer. Yeah, is we're done. Okay, but, and um, Morty's mind blown. You cannot answer Morty. Yeah, I don't know. There, there's probably not any. Waste. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a who Colin McGregor fight. Yeah, uh, you have to stop. The, yeah, I have to stop the fight. I agree. We'll see. After we'll see. Rounds. We'll see who's who. But let's get into this. Uh, first question. <laughs> Uh, is uh, what is as always? What is your grade for? We're talking Morty's mind blowers, of course. And uh, make sure you check out our recap, but you don't have to listen to that. But let's get into this episode grade on a scale of A to F, uh, according to whatever rating system you have. What would you give this episode, Alex? I ended up giving it a C plus. It, it's certainly a good episode. Uh, I mean, I'll, I guess okay episode because there are good moments. Uh, there are a couple of, of the mind blowers that are, are pretty funny, and then there are others that are just like, okay, yeah, sure, and, and they're like maybe one or two that are just like what. And, and I think the framing device uh, on on its own is also pretty funny, but uh, just as as a whole episode, it, it felt very. Um, disjointed at times so it's it's certainly not as bad like this is an okay episode of season uh, season three so cc plus uh a c plus for alex okay okay uh there there's alex answer brit what would what, what's your grade for this episode i'd give it a c minus like i think there was one mind blower that like as by itself was funny Two, maybe. And if it really wasn't first ever showing up at the end of the episode, I would have been like, eh, kind of dumb. They're pretty good. But it wasn't like 
the worst episode. There are a couple episodes in season one and two where I literally was just like hitting the skip button because like I can't I can't watch this. This is so bad. But it was better than those. Okay, see, see, my I don't I don't like that take. The uh, there's I don't think there's any episodes you have to skip through. What do you remember? You remember off the top of your head? Which uh, which no. would be at the bottom? Okay. Um, yeah. My my bottom you episode. Forget is, I watched these like two weeks ago. Yeah, you mar- yeah, I you, you marathon it. It's understandable. Yeah, my bottom's always been get swifty. Um, uh, but it might have been get swifty. It might have been get swifty. Yeah. Other than like the song, some of them was like I don't care about the song. Yeah. Um. My my I'll I'll give I'll give my grades I guess since we don't have a uh, lot going on. But um. Uh. I I, I my here's my hot take. This is an F because. Uh, what A is the A A is the best episode of Rick and Morty, and F is the worst, and I think this might be the worst episode of Rick and Morty. I think this is worse than Get Swifty. I think it might be. I don't know. Like, uh, I guess Get Swifty had like a music montage. I don't really. I don't know if I liked the the music stuff. It was fine. I I, Get Swifty has Ice T, which is great. Um, I think that's funnier than anything in this episode. But uh, summer, I agree with Britt though. Summer, summer coming in does uh does really tie it together. Um, you guys basically had the same answer. I guess I'll give this po- the first point to Brit here. Although, uh, uh, what what is based on? Who knows? But uh, yeah, I, th- I think most people are probably good in the C range. I've seen some people defending it though, so I don't know. I think I might be lower on it than anyone else. Yeah, I, I don't want to c- come off as saying this is a bad episode by any means. Like uh, I, I har- very disagree. Yeah, I very disagree with the idea that this is the worst episode. There, there's a case that this is the worst episode of the season, maybe, but uh, there, there were some season one episodes that were weaker than this. Um, I mean, it, you know, it's it's always hard to compare season one to this. Uh, I would, I, I, you could make the case as like one of the least funny. We'll see what we have for our funniest line. It definitely is the least amount of narrative in it, which is always something I latch on to. Um, you know, but. It was, it's- We'll see. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see as we go. Going yeah, no, yeah, there's not. We'll let's we'll see as we keep going here. Um, but yeah, even even if I was giving it a uh, F, I wouldn't give it. Uh, I wouldn't say it was a bad episode. Still, no bad episodes of Rick and Morty, of course. So, um, next question: What was your favorite mind blower? So, uh, we had these mind blower montages um, of uh, like the fake past clips. Um, so, uh, named or unnamed, we have like uh, 15 options here or something. Uh, Britt, what's your favorite mind blower? Mm, probably the enchilada one where they're eating. He's getting a chimichanga and they're killing the alien dude and he gets hit by a car. And he's just like, I should have listened. And that's just like, you've lived your whole life in your culture and you you didn't doubt it or no one doubts it and but you but you also have like proof like like you watch you could see your soul through your body does nobody nobody die around you also what makes what makes Rick a great warrior he's kind of shitty I don't think he'd want to fight his guns are cool maybe their definition of good war is just how many people you've killed <laughs> he would be very good at that he would be very good at that yeah it was my favorite because it's funny when he died. I giggled. <laughs> okay, Brett likes people dying. Noted. Um, <laughs> I, lo- I love that point though. That uh, what he's never seen someone of his his species die before. <laughs> that's that's a good point. Why? Like I saw somebody <laughs> die today, and two people be born. Shouldn't he know? Like, shouldn't he know? Yeah. Like, well, what? Where's his grandma? Well, I, I wonder. Maybe all these fleet Florpians go to other uh, dimensions or other planets to do mm. this. So as a result, nobody ever actually sees each other die. I guess. But they, but they have to be killed by a great warrior. Couldn't they just like 
pick somebody from their planet. Yeah. I guess maybe, maybe they want to be unique, you know, like that they all want to go to the warrior they love the most or they've idolized throughout their life. But that, why isn't that one of our culture? There's that just like, that's the rule. Can't be another Florbian. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think we dug into this more than uh, was thought about it. When, <laughs> yeah, they didn't put that much yeah. thought true, into yeah. it. True, yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's an interesting point there. Okay, the whole enchilada uh, Britt has. Uh, Alex, what's your uh, favorite mind blower? I think in the end my favorite was the squirrel mind blower. Like, it, it's a very silly concept, but, like, the, the fact that they give, like, some of the, I guess, smart, like, trying to be smart dialogue to squirrels about Argentina and Guatemala and, and like it starts so goofy with like okay fine you want to talk to animals fine just go do it and then like the the ending is, is ends up being like oh we got to move to another dimension and like in this show that's kind of a big thing but you drop it so nonchalantly at the end of what ends up being a useless uh, vignette here so it, it just it, it throws a lot a lot of things and at least to me it, it wor- the humor works uh, a lot more than it, it does in some of these other mind blowers so I, I enjoyed that one the most yeah, uh, a lot of fans of the the squirrel, and I agree, it's really really silly concept for this show. But um, I think it has the most. They uh, don't have opposable thumbs. The, the squirrels, yeah. Um, How can they do all that? They don't have thumbs. They're just talking, I guess. Maybe they like, uh, yeah. How are they influencing human actions? That's a good point. We don't really see that, but um, at the very least, they're talking to each other and scheming. Um, yeah, I found that to be the funniest one, even if um, it it has like the least intellectual concept or whatever. So. Uh, I, I don't know. Brit, Brit, I, I like Brit's uh, questioning of the premise. I'll give this one to Alex though. So let's <laughs> let's uh, even even it up here at one, um, and we'll get into we'll get into more of the mind blowers during the least favorite question. And I said this on the recap podcast. My favorite is the true level one, um, which uh, we we discussed in in depth. Uh, so, um, what is the funniest line of the episode? Is our next question. Um, interested to see if your funniest line comes from a mind blower or from one of the intervening segments. Um, Alex, you're up. Yeah, mine comes from the from the framing of the episode where, where after they they play the menagerie segment, it's a hey, how come I was able to see other people's memories? Sometimes I got to do a little editing, Morty. It helps them play better when we revisit them. Uh, I, I really enjoy, I, I I got a chuckle when that came out, and just in general, I did appreciate the increase in meta. I feel like we've been lacking meta in this season. I feel like we did it a lot more in season two where we were breaking the fourth wall, but we haven't had much of it. So I enjoyed that we did a lot more callbacks to like interdimensional cable and uh, just like uh, ha- how these uh, vignettes are were being portrayed in the first place. The anthology line that was also pretty good, but I enjoyed that one the most. Just the edit, like yeah, I-, I took the time to edit these. Yeah, I really like that, and that's such a common uh, like uh, critique you'll see online. Like, uh, oh, what? How would how would that character have seen that? So I like kind of like immediately making fun of that uh, right after the clip of that. Uh, okay, Britt, what's your funniest line of the episode? The funniest line of the episode is... I know I don't have much going on here, except I know that Men in Black 2 is a joyless cash grab. The fact that he loses everything, but he is Men in Black 2. Let's get your take on Men in Black 2, Britt. I've never seen it. Oh. It came out when I was, like, seven, and I wasn't allowed to watch them. Yeah, it was, it was a while ago. Now, see, I wonder if this joke failed because nobody remembers Men in Black 2. Why would only Rick be able to remember this? But maybe that's the gag. Yeah. No well, one remembers it except for Rick. Well, okay, maybe, maybe that's the joke. 
Yeah, um, there may be, but uh, definitely a lot of people saw all of those movies. Um, it was a while ago, and, and yeah, we were pretty young when it when it came out. Um, I was, I did like the Men in Black making fun of. I was going to give it if you'd if you'd seen it and had more of a critique, Brit, but I have to give it to Alex with that. You need you got to back up these claims with the. With the uh, You're right. In between watching this episode, I should have watched yeah, Men in Black too. That's the ultimate preparation. I should I should have spent my time doing that instead of napping. Yeah, uh, I mean, you you, with- you might have accomplished both. I think, but. Um, do you then you could have at least said you see it okay so those are both good choices yeah um there there's a bunch of stuff from the in-between segments i think i think do think it's telling that both of your choices came from from uh from those segments but um uh yeah i like i like uh all of i like the simpsons halloween special on um the uh rick like uh after they lose their memories says don't look at me don't look at me like for all, for all we know you could be the fucking weirdo um with being in the room that was the, funny that yeah. was funny as well yeah i actually That's- that was like the uh segment break um since you know since we're only two people there i can dive into <laughs> my uh takes on rick and morty structure i actually think the like the 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 lines that come right before the commercial break there's only one in the show uh are, are like set up to fail almost i feel like they don't have like rick and morty lines work best when they're just like one joke right after another and we find find those the funniest so i think um the ones that come right before the commercial are a disadvantage uh, also, I want to point like that joke is like implying the like you know the little kid and old man. Uh, we also had in the moon the moon spiracy that he was being the the main character is being suspected of being a pedophile. And I think in previous episodes, like that uh, w- uh, we've been talking more about Morty having sets and all. Like, is th- am I just noticing this more, or have they always got done a lot of pedophile jokes? I mean, the whole show's premise is based on that. Like, uh, the the original Rick and Morty pilot is uh, Rick being like, uh, you, gotta, you gotta lick my balls, Morty. Uh, like, like it, it's the whole premise of the show, I feel like. So I think this has been yeah. around for a while. Uh, okay, hmm. I, I'm just I'm just noticing I like that the more. principal actually just, like, beat him up, though. So it was like, nope. Yeah, principal yeah, that, vagina that was a, on point. That was a funny moment. Yeah. <laughs> I think the best part of that episode, of that segment... <laughs> Yeah, did, uh, Alex. Uh, did it you... was really the only reoccurring one. I think the moon one was my like least favorite. I was like, I have to. I have to... That's a well. That's a question. So save, save it for. That's the next question. So uh, you can. Oh, qu- quickly though, Alex. Um, Principal Vagina. You're the Principal Vagina's number one fan, right? Yeah, but he was much better in Get Swifty. I enjoyed the joke that he he like considers all this code, and I especially cheered when he punched <laughs> uh, Mr. Lunas in the face. But I, I still think he did a much better job in Get Swifty. He's better when he's absurd. Yeah, he was pretty uh, pretty responsible here. So um, yeah, <laughs> okay. He was. Fine. Do you think? Do you think that he actually was, and that's why he took his own life? I mean, mm. I think so. Right. Yeah, because uh, Mr. So he lived Vagina, on the moon. Yeah, Principal Vagina says, "Well." And well, a marine, and had an awful mustache. Well, he wasn't actually. He was not actually on the moon. I think that was the the point of that. Um, yeah, Alex. No, well, he, he, Principal Vagina was saying, "Well, he was denying it pretty hard. That's a sign of a pedophile, right there." Yeah, that was speaking for the audience. Yeah, <laughs> um, although questionable logic. Okay, uh, Brit. Brit reference already. What was your least favorite mind blower, um, Brit? Uh, Moonspiracy. Why? It was. Uh, it was just kind of dumb. He's on, he was on the moon, but he wasn't on the moon. He was a marine. You're supposed to feel sorry for him, but then also not. And I was like, I didn't think it was very funny, most of all. It didn't have much purpose. I didn't feel like it tied in with the show or the show's humor. It felt very out of left field. We did get a punch in the face. That was kind of its only redeeming quality. But for the most part, I was bored, especially during the dinner scene. We're sitting there arguing with his family. 
there's a man on the moon who's just an average looking dude and it just felt kind of forced it was not my favorite okay um what's your take on that alex uh, I, I agree. It was my second least favorite. Uh, I, I have a different answer, but it d- definitely when, like, I guess just like from the very beginning was like, oh, it might just be a smudge. Like, uh, I, I guess like from there, you're already like taking taking away a le- legitimacy from Morty's accusation. And then from there, it just continues to be like, well, is this actually true? Not really. Like, you're you're never led to believe that this could actually be a real thing. So I think that hurts the, the segments from having any impact. So you wanted more pedophilia is what you were saying. I wanted more reason to believe. <laughs> uh, you've taught, yeah, Alex advocating a lot for pedophilia on the show. I, I feel hey, like. hey, 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 hey. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that's how that one. No, I like this one. I think this one was just the most, uh, the most story in it. So I, like, I think it had the most foundation. I, I mean, I get it's, it's I, it, like considering it's runtime, I don't think there's enough there. Um, like they accomplish a lot more in shorter amounts of time. So I guess I understand it on that level. Um, but Alex, what's your, what's your least favorite? The zip tie magnet one, because, uh, I, the, the only joke of that segment was Morty likes redheads. I mean, that's just a thing that's been implied the entire show. And, uh, like, it, it feels like a very re- retread and just done in the most lazy way. Like, okay, I'll just type in redheads and a bunch of redheads will, will, <laughs> push that will they're overall young redheads none of them are like five-year-olds or men yeah what did he type what did he type in yeah what did he type in to get this (laughs) these specific like 20s redheads like i guess he Uh, maybe should type maybe he typed in jessica's and they're all just jessica-like figures i don't know but like it's just the the joke felt very weak yeah i i agree with alex on that um also, I feel like that was it was pretty casually sexist on that joke. Like, I feel like it, this show does a lot with um, like women in cocktail dresses, like that. We got a lot of that with the Morty, uh, the toxic and healthy Rick and Morty. Yes, we do. And um, it's like uh, just presenting women as sexual objects there, which is like it's like it's yeah, it's the joke, and we're making fun of that uh, and like adolescent, like uh, you know, uh, stuff like that. But um, even just on a humor level, I think that was the weakest. Um, I'll give Alex a point on that one. Um, although I do, I think Moonspiracy, there's, there's a lot of validity on that one as well. So Alex, three to one. Um, if, if, if Alex wins the next one, we're going to make the last three bonus double, double points. So, <laughs> so okay. Um, next is next two. Okay. We're on question five. What is the funniest gag of the episode? This is a tough one because, um, this is not a structure, a, a traditional episode. So it's going to depend a lot on what you, you could identify any of the mind blowers as gags, to be honest, but, um, Interested to see what your guys' answers are for funniest gag of the episode, Alex. Yeah, I well, I called the squirrels the favorite, my favorite mind blower, but I think they they also function as a gag, right? Because, like, specifically the squirrels being the uh, the idea that the this is the species that controls human society and has power over for some reason just uh, Central and South American governments, but uh, also into Africa. And also, they they do give a couple of good lines, like oh, we got a possible Doolittle, um, and like just them swarming on uh, on Morty, and the fact that Rick gives them legitimacy too, like you can't be fucking with squirrels. So like just the the just the squirrels themselves are just an amazing gag, just because like they're animals that you have around you all the time, that they are just scurrying around. You never really know what they're doing, but who knows that they could be planning. Something. Okay, the squirrels from Alex. Um, they they made me think. Really, did they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm skeptical. I, I, 
a squirrel threw an acorn at me once when I was in fifth grade. P- kids were making fun of me for like weeks after tell, that. Tell the, wait, I, no, okay, t- uh, tell the complete story. Well, I was just in the playground and somebody and uh, like uh, me and a friend saw the squirrel throw an acorn off his branch and it hit me right in the forehead. And so from there, like for two weeks, they would be making fun of me saying that the squirrels hated me. But now, but now with this episode, I'm starting to think, Fuck you, wait, Alex. wait a minute, I, I, I'm Guatemalan. These squirrels were trying to overtake Guatemala. There's a, it's a sign. Oh, wow. They went, uh, they, it came full circle there. I've never seen a squirrel throw anything. Like, I w- yeah, can, can that, squirrels that, even do that? Yeah. That's, that's why they don't have thumbs. No, but th- they can grab the acorn with their front paws. And, uh, so that, like, like head it, chucked it at you? So did he or, throw uh, it out here or right. did he accidentally drop it and hit a kid in the face? I mean, I don't know, but it was forward, so it can't really be dropped. Yeah, that, that, that is, that is how us. gravity works. That is uh, how gravity works. Yeah, well, gravity with forward force would result in, I guess, what you could call a toss. I, I like that but, uh, they made fun of you for <laughs> squirrels hating you. Yes. Well, th- keep in mind this is elementary school, but still. Uh, so was that like vicious? Was it like a vicious attack? Was it? I interpreted it as one. <laughs> okay. Okay, I like that. That that and your one eight hundred flowers story are my top two Alex stories now. Okay. Um, there's uh, there's the uh, Alex pick squirrels. Britt, what's your favorite gag of the episode? Oh God, it's me hard to top squirrels. Uh, probably the helmet. It's the biggest running gag. Also, the TVs, which is also a running gag, but that's like series long. Where it's like I smell a craftsman, and they're like they're they're house hunting, but they're actually like hunting houses. Um, does that count as a gag? Because it's it's okay. So yeah, that's house, my favorite the gag. Yeah, the show that was happening. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, that was my favorite. They were house hunting, but literally, the they were like they had they were rednecks with guns. <laughs> okay. I'll accept that. I also do think the helmet is a gag. Just the concept of the episode is, is yeah, a gag. yeah. I'm not sure if the helmet would count as a as a gag or not. Yeah, but I, I, that was my I, other favorite. I really like Jerry's helmet as a gag. The fact that it's just so low tech <laughs> and he only has like three memories <laughs> that it's been erased. Yeah, that yeah, the Jerry's one, the Jerry one was good too. I did like I do like pointing out the TV show in the background um, when when they were watching interventional cable. Um, not that Brit's answer was stellar, but I'm not going to give it to Alex for repeating the squirrel answer. So um, despite the incredible story, I feel like that was separate. So I'm going to give this point to Brit. I deserve a half point for that. If, if this was the traditional point, uh, point structure, you would have gotten bonus points, but I cannot award bonus points in the structure. So fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> no, you, you should have saved the squirrel story, although I guess it would not have been relevant to, to another episode. Um, okay, this is the yeah, squirrels could come back. Um, yeah, well, maybe that'll maybe that'll uh, come into the plot of the Yo, finale. What, what if Evil Morty teams up with the squirrels, man? You- what if they lead Evil Morty into the army of squirrels and he gets eaten by squirrels? And then Tammy comes in and the squirrels yeah, make her her queen. Yeah, are you, are you, is that your stoner Rick and Morty impression? Sure. <laughs> I guess that is a demographic that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a lot of people, stoners watching the show for sure. Shout out. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah, what was I? Oh, this is the, bl- the next question. This is the blank best episode of season three. Um, so of the season, it's the, um, best, second best, worst, second worst, fifth best, etc. Uh, Britt, what do you think here? It is the worst episode of season three so far. Okay. Why? Because it wasn't very funny and the plot was kind of meh. And character wise, we didn't see like a whole lot of building. They kind of just ended up right back where they were because they forgot everything. Summer saves the day. 
I don't feel like Morty necessarily learned anything from his mistakes. And I feel like by taking away the memories, neither of them are learning from their mistakes. So Yeah, kind of inherently no character progression, just based on the, the premise of it. It was yeah. inherently meaningless. Yeah, that is, that is true. Okay, the worst of the season, says Britt. Alex, what do you say? I say seventh best. Uh, I I still put this ahead of Vindicators 3 in my mind. It's because I think this had a couple more funny gags and a couple better lines than than that one. But just on the whole, I think season three has done much better with uh, weaving humor and narrative together. And like Britt says, this is kind of hampered by the fact that it is in essence, a clip show episode. But as Rick says, of clips you've never seen. But just by the nature of the clip show... Nothing is supposed to change after. It's supposed to be just things that have already happened. And you just reinforce that by erasing all the memories at the end. Well, although su- Summer is great in the ending scene. And uh, you, I don't think you learn much new about Rick and Morty, especially compared to previous episodes uh, of this season. Like, we've we always known Rick is a dick. I guess we know that he does dad jokes a little more often. But even that's always been a part of his character. He doesn't know how to pronounce granite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I think there are a couple of funny bits in here. So it's, but it's seventh best with, but there is a wide gulf in my mind between it and Vindicators uh, three or four. So do you think this is a funnier episode than Vindicators? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I don't get, I don't <laughs> get that. To be honest, I think Vindicators is like yeah. top three funny of the season. Yeah, I know I'm the most biased uh, of the group uh, on on that episode, but just uh, I, I still can't find much to salvage from it. Wasn't my favorite. Yeah, I mean it's like it's like third worst of the season for me. Anyway, um, but I mean both reasonable opinions. Uh, I'll give it to Brett Sue, even up the score heading in the last question. There's my justification. So last question <laughs> is the what is the predict for you? What are your predictions for next week's episode? The ABCs of Beth. Um, so we see the preview where uh, Rick is. Uh, we they, they go to the old dimension that Rick made Beth. And um, Beth is like dissatisfied that that was his parenting. And then Rick is like, uh, uh, yeah, we can say the line again from the preview because it's so great. But um, uh, Rick says, a dad makes the toilet look like R2-D2 and it breaks the front page of Reddit. But I'm Charles Manson because I gave you your own world instead of an iPad. Um, Alex, as as our resident Redditor, comments on (laughs) uh, shout out to Reddit in in the next episode. Um, well, true. I think also but, hangs uh, out on Reddit, but oh. okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay. Well, but but yeah, just that anything mundane make, makes it to the top of Reddit, so the joke works. Uh, and that, my question is, is, he mentions that he could have given Beth an iPad. So does this show take place in the future? Um, well, I, no, I think it's... Because- Oh, because okay. when, when was saying. Beth a child? You're, re- like, you're, you're like, reading too much into it, I think. Uh, okay, I was. I don't think he's being. I think he's. I don't think he's being. I don't think he's being literal. I think he's. You know, uh, I don't think he's like looking back on when Beth was a kid. I could have just bought her an iPad, like was available well, at the time. Uh, I think it's like relative to modern parenting. Fair enough, yeah. but yeah, I, I enjoyed the refer- Reddit reference. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Reddit's freaking out over that. I haven't checked. Uh, maybe it'll disrupt our Rick and Morty's uh, for just front page of just constant memes. Uh, maybe there actually be something that's not a meme. Uh, let me check. Uh, nope. nope. Yep. <laughs> there's my there's my hot there's, no th- there's my hot take on Rick and Morty. You're just memes. Okay. So um, so I think this li- landlines for the Rick and Morty subreddit. Um. So yeah, predictions for this Beth episode. Um. Uh, Britt, start us off here. Uh, let's see. We go back to Beth. 
she doesn't like his parenting style, so he goes into the past and he starts parenting all over again. And we go through all the different like styles that he which he tries to make Beth happy, and some work better than others, and some have consequences. Some she turns evil. Some she's like Pope. Some, you know, she ends up just like she is. Some Rick and Morty um, never really hang out. Some she doesn't even have children. Some Jerry, she's still married to him, some not, basically. And he realizes that, hey, I was a really crappy parent and I have no idea what I'm doing. And then he and Beth have, like, cool adventure and they bond. And she gets closer to not being afraid that he's going to leave again. And she'll grow emotionally and not be codependent. Wow. All the, are you predicting all the problems are solved next episode with a happy ending? No, no. I, I, I predict that improvements will improvements. be made. Okay. Uh, I like it. I didn't expect a, a specific predictions from Bertha. Alex is typically known for the specific predicts here, but I, I enjoyed that break. Good job. Although, Britt, you called the spa, I think, on... Um, the the one before that episode, yeah. So we have to yes. we have the, the t- so did I though. <laughs> I don't look look. You can't make that claim because I don't remember. So it's uh it's falling on deaf ears. Okay, Alex, uh, tell me what happens on the ABCs of Beth. Uh, okay, just before we move on, I just want to tell you the top posts on Re- on the Rick and Morty Reddit right now are an observation that Mr. Meeseeks appeared in this episode, an observation that Rick and Morty both like redheads, and a picture of Gerber Lil Bits. So, in other words, nobody cares about the Reddit look, reference. I'm sorry. Look, I, maybe this is going to get me hate, but the Rick and Morty subreddit is really shit. Like, what the... It's yeah. really bad. Oh, my God. You're not helping us get views. I know. You're really not helping. <laughs> it's really bad. I mean, it's fine. I don't look at anyway. No, I, I, like as a Reddit uh, as a Reddit user, I can say that on the scale of cartoon subreddits, Rick and Morty isn't the best. <laughs> it's the problem is that the show's too popular. Like it's it's like too big, and you're you can't have anyway. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, as to my prediction for this episode, uh, I think what happens is that Beth finally gets uh, wants alone time with Rick. So Rick, but in his desire to not really take Beth on adventures, just takes her back to this place that she's very well aware of. And so they they get in fights and all. But uh, because Rick hasn't come to this dimension or whatever he's created in a long time, there are some issues with the room. Maybe some monsters have evolved or or maybe there are glitches in the system. And so that ends up putting a uh, getting them separated. And Beth somehow has to break her way out of it while fighting maybe childhood traumas that came up because of being stuck in this room at certain points in her childhood. Hmm. Uh, any any more specifics? Uh, for example, let's say there is a uh, a rock monster that looks like Jerry, but not quite. And Beth has to punch it in the face in order to get out of the cave. That's, that's oddly specific uh, <laughs> off the top of your head. I don't know. I'm kind of buying it. Hmm. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, I'm I'm trying to think what else has been in Beth's childhood that might have messed her up because we didn't really uh, being, see anything. Yeah, because we we've barely seen anything. Horse, right? horse yeah. things. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, we got to got to see some unicorns. I feel like. Yeah. I think that now uh, here's an interesting question: Do we get anything on Beth's mother in this episode? Yeah, we heard about her mom really at all. No, we get we get we just, get the cheese. The Shank- yeah, and Rick Shanker. Yeah, just I hope I hope that's that's something that shows up. I didn't mention it, but I really hope we see her mother, the original redhead. Yeah, I feel like if you're ever gonna bring it up, this would be the episode to do it. 
Any, any are we going to get forward plot movement? We're two only two episodes left in the season. The finale is definitely going to be we're going to bring in Evil Morty. Maybe we'll bring in Tammy. Who knows? Um, any are there? Are there anything consequential to the overall plot here, Alex? Plot? I don't think so. Character, maybe because like just I, I don't think we've really talked about her. But Beth, I feel like has been very misused in this, this season. I I don't think I agree. Her- yeah, I don't think her appearances have actually done anything to her character other than make her look more like a dick. And, and maybe that's the purpose, the fact that without Jerry, without Jerry, Beth is just a female version of Rick. Maybe that's what they're going for. But it just, uh, it doesn't... She's nicer than Rick. She showed up when people's feelings were hurt. Eventually, right? But, like, for example, the the episode where uh, where Summer gets turned inside out and all, she's very stubborn and all. It's Morty who has to carry that plot because Beth is just too... Uh, like too illogically stubborn uh, I feel just uh, all in all I just I don't like how Beth has been portrayed in in this season uh, and I feel like this is the last chance you have to redeem her as a character minus Jerry in in this season don't agree what do you what do you think about uh, that take on Beth's character Britt I think that it's kind of unfair that she would compare her to Rick when Rick is just, like, way off base. And that, you know, Beth has not always been with Jerry. She's been with him since high school. But she still has an entire life up to that point without either of them. We see her have all sorts of, like, nice attributes that Jerry doesn't really influence. Like, Jerry doesn't make her patient. He doesn't make her happy or any of these things and now she's frustrated because she has no outlet for her aggression or you know that was part of the codependency with jerry's that was that so now we have you know her being stubborn which is a flaw but that doesn't make her as bad as rick who is like ungodly stubborn she's much more movable um they have certain personalities you know they're both extremely smart but she's never really gotten to apply herself in the same way. But, like, she doesn't have a god complex where god- Rick has a god complex. She's just finally, like, on her own or starting to become on her own and try to make decisions that don't sorely involve, like, other people. And she's, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and, and I'd unhappy. agree with that. Uh, I'd agree with that, that Rick in as a whole is much worse than, than Beth. Uh, I, I was just referring to the fact that like the qual- the qualities of Rick that, uh, that Beth may have inherited have come out a little bit more because uh, I, I feel because he doesn't have uh, she doesn't have Jerry to project her uh, anger at. Now now she's like doing it at Morty and sometimes at summer. and just like a, a general, she, she doesn't have anything to focus it on. <laughs> And like, I guess in that sense, it's worked, but just uh, like it, uh, her appearances, I don't feel have translated that as well as I, I would have expected, especially considering the the hype they were building before the season of Beth character development. Yeah, I wish we had a lot more Beth character development. Hopefully we'll get it in the next few episodes, but I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, I, we, we were we were promised a lot of Beth here. Um, there, that was a great discussion on Beth, by the way. Uh, I think valid points all around. Um, but it really hasn't paid off to like this is maybe the most no. the biggest Beth season even before the Beth episode. Um, but that's not saying much because she wasn't a super big presence in the show before this. Yeah, like Jerry has right. more things going on than her. Yeah. Um, and he's Jerry. Yeah. 
I, I guess it, Jerry, it hasn't been a big Jerry season yet, but uh, we will say we're talking before the specific Beth episode, so let's talk after uh, yeah, we get the one episode. So um, potentially big Beth episode next week. Very excited for that. Um, very excited. And then episode 10, where the Tammy reveal will happen, even though we haven't. Go- uh, I think that there is maybe falling apart because we didn't get that character in the last two episodes. So. Um, no, see, they're ke- they're keeping her hidden. It- it'll be a huge reveal. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I still I still think it's one of the more like. I mean, what else are you call? What else are we calling? Like, obviously, Eva Morty, but like, I- other than that, there's nothing really to to predict in the the last steps. Anyway, we'll get into that on next week's panel and stuff, predicting the finale. But um, you both did really well on the prediction question, so uh, that's like a tie. But overall, I think Alex wins the the heads up here. Um, although well thought on both sides, uh, also can't give the back-to-back win. So Alex, here, what's your, what's your, uh, hey, Dylan, we're not friends no, what's your, uh, your victory speech, uh, your he- FaceTime and don't talk about squirrels uh, okay. or, or well, Morty. Re- don't talk about squirrels or yeah, Morty. No Morty. Fine, fine. But re- related to the squirrels. <laughs> wait, thing, wait, uh, wait, what? Uh, I, 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 I'm a, I'm we're a giving Guatemala. two rules. Hey, 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 let me speak. Uh, uh, I'm a Guatemalan, uh, so shout, uh, shout out to todos los uh, oyentes hispanohablantes que nos escuchan. Uh, but Guatemala in animation hasn't been referenced very often, so I just want to give my quick power rankings. Number four in B-movie, they make a really bad joke about wa- watermelon. I thought you said Guatemalan. Uh, in the Jer- imagine Jerry Seinfeld saying that. Uh, number three, you have The Simpsons. They, they use the Guatemalan chili peppers for uh, one of the, their older episodes. I believe it came from Quetzaltenango, so that was a nice shout-out. Number two, Manny from Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. I think he's the doctor. And he mentions, uh, I came from Guatemala to come to a better life. Good, good idea, right? As he's surrounded by spaghetti. But I like that there, the Guatemalan is portrayed as a hard worker, you know, and he does a bunch of different jobs. So that's nice. But I think this reference ends up being the number one. The fact that we referenced the Guatemalan Civil War, the fact that the CIA came into Guatemala, deposed a democratically elected leader just because they thought he was a communist, and the fact that he was uh, kicking out the United Fruit Company and installed a dictator, thus messing up Latin American politics for almost 20, 30 years. So just the fact that they managed to slip that reference in makes this the best reference to Guatemala in animation. Wow, the number one Guatemalan reference uh, that Alex has seen in animation, (laughs) says, says Alex. Out of four. Out of four. <laughs> um, and need you to try again on the B movie line with your best Jerry Seinfeld impression, please. Uh, if you don't, I get to knock you out and win. <laughs> yeah, the, I'll, I'll double or nothing. Watermelon? I thought you said Guatemalan. Um, sure. <laughs> that's my <laughs> Sure, that's my reaction. <laughs> okay. Wow. Then, then again, if you hear Jerry Seinfeld speak, you would also say, sure. Alex, if you had not won, where would you have used this prepared FaceTime? Absolutely no. Okay, good. I'm glad. That's that's what I wanted to hear. Good. I'm glad you had a prepared FaceTime because I did not. Okay, so it's worth it just for that. Yeah. Um, I, I do not. I do not say in the instructions to prepare something. It's, it's but uh, yeah. No, but yeah, I, I feel passionate about my country. That since was great. It, yeah. is, it is mentioned so so very little. Anytime you get Hispanics in animation or in media, they always go to Mexicans, maybe Colombians because of the drug trade. And we Guatemala just get ignored. We're like the uh, even on a map, we're basically the shit of mexico so just you you never you, you never get noticed so it's it's nice to get a, a bone shit thrown every once in a while oh my god yeah look, look at look at it on a map the, mexico is basically a like a butt uh, with the uh, oaxaca being like the asshole and then guatemala ends up being the the, the shit 
And then Belize is right off on the side. I, I guess that'd be like, uh, like the har- like the harder piece of shit. Don't maybe stop, stop. Gets- <laughs> okay. I don't want to talk about poop. Okay, yeah, gonna, I, I worked a clinic shift today. I've heard enough about poop. We're gonna have okay. Fair Brittany enough. does not want to talk. We're gonna about have poop. a follow up podcast elaborating on Alex's view of the map here. So um, that's next podcast. Um, but yeah, I think that's. I'm a- gonna talk about trait care and no. But uh, also no, not not that, and also not this. Um, but uh, that being said, the the rankings, I think that's our best FaceTime. So good job on that, Alex. Um, uh, let us know any <laughs> other Guatemala references that uh, that uh, we need to bring to our attention. Uh, For sure. Yeah. Uh, well, so yeah, we need a running running tally. There needs to be like needs to be like a weekly segment. That's the Guatemalan reference I mean, of the probably week. Probably in other, other countries, but um, I don't know. Uh, yeah. No, just Guatemala. I, don't, I mean, there's only been four. <laughs> anyway, um, there you go. Congrats us. to Alex. <laughs> also, great job, Britt, here. And um, that's our panel. Let Yay! us know what you thought in the comments. Um, what do you thought of this episode? Um, are, are we too harsh on it, etc.? And uh, what are you looking forward to? ABC's about next week. Send us your angry comments. We want to know. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to encourage angry comments, but. Angry comments. Angry no, comments. Angry comments. Angry comments. No, no. Well, passionate comments, please. Uh, yeah. I mean, anger is a form of passion. I guess so. Exactly. You could also be happy. Yeah, we're opening that up to positive yeah. passion as well. Yeah, maybe. Get, let us know all that. Um, it's like with SpongeBob and like. No, nope, nope, SpongeBob. Stop. <laughs> yes, nope, no SpongeBob reference. This is old SpongeBob. It's like when Plankton's like, be more assertive. And he's like, what about assertively nice people? That would have that would have lost the panel if you referenced that during. <laughs> <laughs> I think Alex was more likely to reference SpongeBob, and I'm, su- I'm surprised here, to be honest. But um, yeah. I already lost, yeah, that's so I true. could bring it yeah. up now. Yeah. I'm no longer interested in winning something I have already yeah, lost. Yeah, you don't have to be beholden to oh, not, oh, oh. not missing out. Yeah. yeah just uh, final thoughts. One thing I did also want to get in uh, Morty's Menagerie. I don't. I think we barely talked about it. I just want to say that that the setting really reminded me of Monsters vs. Aliens for some reason. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a movie that I've forgotten almost totally, but just. The, the fact that they're like in those cells and that like outside is just like a canyon of nothingness like i don't know it just, i don't know why this show made me remember monsters versus aliens it's like a useless movie from like 10 years ago um that movie was quite bad i would agree i would agree that movie was quite bad i don't know if i'm misremembering what uh what movie that was i'm quickly googling it, it, it no it's no it's, it's what i thought John- no that's a good movie yeah. it's a good movie um it's not like yeah it's 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 fine but uh I think I, we don't need to make fun of monsters or aliens. It's it's a, yes we do. No, it's fine. That was it's a, yes we do. Anyway, um, so there. I'm pretty sure the the motivation. Did we, made, did we ever did. make fun of Mars versus moms? Oh my god, salty! Shut the fuck up. Hey, uh, Mars versus <laughs> moms. You're right. That was a thing too. Anyway, we'll talk yeah. about all these. Okay, this is okay. We're we're going down the rail here. Yeah. Um, yeah. We yeah. Great, we so uh, check us out overlyanimated.com. Um, subscribe to us to not miss any more riveting content like this panel. And uh, at over, but yeah, over, overly animated Rick and Morty. Uh, search that; it'll come up. And subscribe there. Um, check out our BoJack Horseman podcast. We're still going strong on that. Uh, Yay! And um, also, we have a d- new Discord up to dis- uh, text chat about um, Rick and Morty and other animated shows. Join us there at overlyanimated.com/slash/discord. Support us via Patreon. Patreon.com slash overly animated thank you very much to all of our current patrons especially our patron of the podcast uh connie aka veronica kukumanga and um Ooh. thanks as always to our patron executive producers john ryan steve alex and andy um yeah a bunch of bojack horsemen a bunch of other stuff coming up here on the overly animated podcast including still in the heart of this rick and morty coverage so oh 
Uh, also, speaking of Reddit, we do have a Steven Universe subreddit discussion on one of our more recent podcasts as yeah, well. Yeah, this is the most Reddit discussion we've ever had um, than these two podcasts. So, um, yeah, oh yeah, give, sh- uh, give us the hate posts about me making fun of the Rick and Morty subreddit. So, I would encourage, I would encourage those hate posts. Yes, yeah. uh, please, please. Angry posts. Yeah. Angry posts. Okay. Angry I don't. Person. I don't know if we'll, that'll be enough, but uh, yeah, let it. The, all that. Uh, check all that out. Uh, let us know that. Thanks, guys, for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Okay, bye. We'll miss you. Adios. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, bye. <laughs> Fall back. Okay. <laughs>